Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to take a quick look at Intel. They just reported earnings yesterday, and the stock price is down about 3% pre-market. Intel is one of the few kind of main semiconductor companies that I don't own in my portfolio. And the more I read into it, the more I think that might change. So in today's episode, I want to do a quick overview on their earnings and share my overall thoughts. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, check out the pinned comment for free discord, free newsletter, and a lot of great investing links. All right, so let's just jump right into it quick overview and i'm going to take a quick look at non-gap numbers quarter four revenue was 19.5 billion dollars that was up four percent year over year and it did beat guidance by about 1.2 billion i think that's a very very important thing to notice uh that they are seeing strong growth in in the data center market they do say that this kind of growth was driven by the data center as they're seeing strong recovery in clouding for enterprise and the government market i do want to say four percent might seem a bit weak to some but this is a company that normally is about about flat in growth sometimes even declining so kind of showing this four percent growth i think it's very interesting uh, they did mention for the full year their cash flow of operations was about 30 billion that is a lot of cash and it represents roughly 40 percent of total revenue free cash flow was about 11.3 billion we know this company is spending a lot of money on on investing and that still represents about 15 percent of total revenue so they do have great margin still they also gave us outlook for quarter one they expect revenue to be somewhere between 18.3 billion dollars and they believe earnings per share of 70 cents non-gap gross margins of about 52 percent i do want to mention a little bit of non-gap gross margins because as they are increasing their investments we are seeing a decrease in their margins but we can still see gross margins of 52 percent are still pretty high and let's take a listen to today's sponsor i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through the Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. Intel is shipping their Intel 7 technology. Intel 7 technology is inside their new 12th generation CPUs, uh, but these are the new ones that are coming out on mobile, on laptops and for CPUs for your DIYs. And let's say your, your company buys a computer is going to most likely be powered by their new generation which is going to be the 12th generations so they call it intel 7 but intel 7 is still kind of a 10 nanometer chip opposed to tsm where they're working with amd and they're producing seven nanometer chips sometimes investors might get confused and be like okay amd and tsm are doing it better with seven nanometers but in theory in theory 12th generation um cpus from intel are still kind of in the competition there with amd's new uh new ryzen so it does seem like intel's 10 nanometer is almost equivalent to tsm's or amd's 7 nanometer right so it's just something to keep in mind at the moment even though amd is using 7 
nanometer, it doesn't show, right? There's no real clear winner in the processor market right now. Some people prefer Intel Steel, and then some prefer AMD, but something to keep in mind of. I know some people like to kind of, hey, say that TSM, and let me say, I'm a huge AMD holder. It is one of my top five positions, but we have to put, we have to give credit where credit is due. They also started to release strong new products, like I mentioned, 12th generation new processors, and they're also shipping their Arc GPUs. Uh, Intel is now entering the graphics card market. I think that's pretty interesting. Obviously, very early stages, but I do want to see where this goes. Now, I do want to take a quick look at their revenue breakdown. And it's super interesting. First, year over year, their CGC, which is their uh, computer client computing group, was about $40.5 billion for the full year of 2021. That was up 1% compared to the same time last year. Unfortunately, for the quarter, it was down about 7%. They are saying that same time last year, as everybody was working from home, everybody was schooling online, there was a higher demand. The one that did really well was the data center group, which was up 20% quarter over quarter. Unfortunately, it was down about 1% uh, year over year. So it's pretty much flat. Internet of Things continues to do well, up 36% quarter over quarter up 33% year over year mobile i is up 7% quarter over quarter and up 43% uh, year over year obviously important to remember uh, automobile industry was a bit weak last year uh, things are picking up that's why we're probably seeing the strong number growth in the mobile i segment some other highlights that we have is habana's lab so this is something i was not too familiar with so intel actually owns this company called habana habana creates processors for artificial intelligence and earlier i, I believe late in 2021 amazon chose some of uh, habana's uh, accelerators to be used to power some of amazon's aws instances so that's a pretty cool market there i, I was not sure I, I did not know intel kind of owned that company i really do enjoy intel a little bit more now that i know that like i mentioned habana's labs ai accelerators will power some of amazon's instances now things to know right things aren't all perfect for intel obviously still high amount of competition from amd and as they're entering in the graphics card they're going to have high competition from nvidia and amd uh, margins are getting affected by increase in investments we can see right uh they are investing in new plants in arizona uh and recently they just announced a new plant in ohio uh manufacturer market might be hard with players like tsm and samsung that is very interesting right they are entering trying to become some form of manufacturing company there are big players but like i mentioned intel is not too too far behind in the manufacturing market right now uh so i do believe it's going to take time for them to to become a leader if they do become a leader but it's not like they're so far behind that they can't catch up if they have the proper talent i do believe it is possible tsm obviously and samsung probably spent i know tsm as a fact spends a lot more money on investing in its market of manufacturing so i think it'll be very very hard to become the leader but i don't believe it's going to be hard for intel to become some form of rival in the near future some other things they are splitting their mobile eye segment i do believe this is a great move my compared to where they're going they're going to become a manufacturer and really focus in processors I think it makes most sense to split up the mobile eye since it's not part of that core business. Intel is still going to own a nice percentage 
of mobile eye which i think is great moves and for investors that want to get into the autonomous driving market as a pure play mobile eye can be a market for that uh, like i mentioned they mentioned they mentioned new plants in ohio last week and they also purchased some asml top tier equipment asml they they're re- releasing a new kind of product to make chips uh and Intel is already pre-ordering some of these um, these machines that are not expected to be released until 2024 and 2025. Uh, so if they use that equipment and with strong talent, like I mentioned, I do believe that they could be strong rivals in this manufacturing market. Uh, I do want to say I don't own Intel, but the more I read into it, the more I don't mind getting into it. Uh, but at color, these prices, I would say this is a tier two stock. Uh, more of mid-dollar cost average. I wouldn't go with a big, big position at once, but mildly open up uh, mid-size position here, mid-size position there, and so on and so forth. Regardless, I, I, I went from, uh, I, I was never a Intel bear, but I'm, I think I was more in the neutral side. I think my ability of Intel becoming a strong company I think it's moving more on the bullish side. The great thing I want to say is with Intel, I think there's still plenty of time for me to decide. This is not a market that's going to change overnight, um, maybe even over quarters. We can see not much was announced this quarter, but they're just moving the right directions. This semiconductor market, I believe, when they're expanding into new markets, it's a very, very slow turtle race until they get where they need to. And then from there, they become a strong leader. Uh, and, and that's where the true growth happens. Uh, so I believe there's still time for me to make a decision on Intel. So take care, have a good day, and see you next time.